arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And a good Saturday morning once again, cloudy 20 degrees in Kalamazoo at WKZO. And again, welcome to this morning's edition of Creative Cafe, a presentation of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo and your host, Kristen Chesick. Good morning. Yes, welcome to Creative Cafe. I have great uh, guests this morning. With me in studio this morning is Kim Shaw. Good morning. Good morning. What's your favorite morning beverage? It's coffee for sure. Yes, especially this morning, right? Yeah, yeah. especially if I go to a coffee shop, it's Americano. But ah, okay. at home, it's easy, just coffee. Okay. <laughs> well, you're here with us this morning because you are one of this year's recipients of the Gail Hoogstratton Arts Leadership Award for Educators. You're currently employed with uh, KRISA, EFA, and KVCC, so you teach in both of those places, and I know you do other teaching gigs around the community, Mm -hmm. teaching art to students. Um, And you also have a a studio in Jericho um, in the Edison neighborhood and serve as a volunteer for a few organizations. Can you talk a little bit about your volunteer work? Yes, thank you uh, for having me. And um, I, it, most recently in the volunteer work that I've done is with Outfront Kalamazoo, last year's um, Pride event, after not having it for a couple of years, was uh, everybody had to dust off. And so <laughs> helped with that. Uh, big Brothers, Big Sisters. Um, there's an event recently at the Dapper Hammer um, recruiting uh, for bigs, and so we we did a woodworking in our project, and that was fantastic. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So uh, congratulations Thank on you. the award. We're look, really looking forward to uh, celebrating all of our Community Arts Award recipients. Um, what mediums do you work in? Um I I like to try a lot of different things, but painting is uh, the medium that is most dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, acrylic painting is where I started and then went into oils, which was scary, but then I loved it. <laughs> um, I had a class at KVCC years ago where the professor said, pick one, and then they stick with it for the whole semester. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is my opportunity to like m- push myself on this. Um, but I also enjoy watercolor okay and i also understand uh that you are also trained as a dancer <laughs> is that correct uh oof. well I, you know it made me I, it makes me think about the word trained like professionally when i think of trained yes. i think of like very serious tra- it's that was not that may be a strong word for me um <laughs> okay <laughs> However, I've been involved in dance throughout uh, choir and theater for most of my life. Um, I took ballet as a young kid, and in middle school and high school, I discovered the world of musical theater, Mm -hmm. which is where I learned about choreography and tap dancing, which is my favorite type of tap dancing is the best. And then show choir changed uh, that up, and it was very magical. I loved it, even wearing like the sequin bow tie. I was here for that, and uh, <laughs> at some point I had to choose, and I decided to follow visual arts. I gotcha. But um, around 2018, I started a program at Kazoo School after school, doing teaching show choir and tap, uh-huh. like beginning to yeah. kids, and um, 
it gave me life. Like we had a winter program in 2019, and just the kids had so much fun, and they also got sequin bow ties. So, okay, <laughs> so sequin bow ties—that's so great, isn't it? <laughs> so you've taught at Kazoo School too, then? Yes, I did. Was I was there for seven years? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. What's your favorite part of teaching? Uh, my favorite part of teaching is first uh, building trust and safety in a creative environment. Um, this looks different depending on whether you're working with five-year-olds or 35-year-olds. Once you've established a safe environment, everything is wide open to explore. And students can tell their stories about their experiences or try new things. Um, I try to break down the the materials so that there's greater understanding of it. Um, to, to like focus on the process and detach from the outcome, which you can't always do with a project. Sometimes you need to have a very specific ending, right? I, I understand that. But um, in learning, it it's important to like take time to try things. If it doesn't work, try something new. And like don't feel any shame about that. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to change your mind along the way and uh, have a completely different project at the end of the project. At the end of the work, yeah. Right. And so you teach. So actually you've mentioned, so right now you're teaching high school and college, but you've taught everything from itty-bitties to all the way up to adults. Yes. I um, I have. I, I Right now with EFA, I'm teaching K through 8th grade mostly. Oh, okay. And that's primarily what I taught at Kazoo. And then at KVCC, there's early middle college kids, high school Mm -hmm. kids, and then there's um, uh, adults. And so it is a wide variety, and it is different um, who you're teaching to. Sure, sure. And you've talked before, um, when we've talked before on this show, about – other things that end up being absorbed besides just technique. So you just talked about process, but um, what else do your students get um, when they're learning a technique like uh, watercolors or oil painting? Um, What else they get other than the technique is – well, for example, at KVCC, I teach Art 101 and 103. And so um, this this is the beginning time of most art classes. And um, I'm glad for the opportunity to be in this moment with them. Some are taking classes as a prereq for another class. Some are trying it on, maybe have not created art for a long time, um, maybe – uh, high school grads who went through the whole COVID experience and now are at college, like what's happening, um, <laughs> right? I right. mean, it's been the last few years in education have been uh, so all over the place. Right. Um, everyone is in it. And the thing I see them gain other than technique is courage, confidence, and inspiration. Or they discover a new medium that they haven't tried before and uh-huh. it opens the door for them. Yeah. Okay. So what made you decide, you've talked about making the decision between show choir and dance and choreography and visual art. Um, what what made you decide uh, to be an educator? Well, that's an excellent question. Um, I always knew I wanted to do something in art. 
uh, mm-hmm. forever. And when I first went back to school and when I was 18, I was struggling to be in it. So I decided to wait tables and just make art for a long time. Um, but then I became someone's mom. So I had <laughs> to not close a restaurant at 2 a.m. on the weekends. Right. Um, and I went back to school. I originally invested in illustration. I had small illustration projects. They got me excited about returning to school, wanting to learn all the computer art parts of illustration. And through that uh, beginning process, I fell in love with learning again. Or for the first time, I really felt excited about it. I wanted to learn everything about all the ways to make art. And then that grew into wanting to share and collaborate. And this combined with being a single parent led me to education, knowing I would have the same schedule as my kiddo. It was super helpful. Yeah. And um, overall, I wanted to continue to grow and learn and encourage learning. So, Okay. So what's next for you? Um, well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of soul searching, figuring out um, where I want to invest my time and my heart. And um, I've just recently accepted a position as the program director for the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. That's right. You're going to be joining us on staff in a couple of weeks. Yes, I am thrilled. I'm very much looking forward to investing in the community with you. Well, we're excited to have you, and uh, also congratulations. I've been speaking with Kim Shaw, who is the Gail Hoogstratton Arts Leadership Award recipient for 2020 for Educators. Uh, you and Dr. Gerald Case Blanchard and Bridget Fox are the three recipients for this year. So you're not only in good company, um, but they are too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And... Uh, Thank you very much for joining us. And if you want to congratulate Kim in person, you can join us at the award ceremony on December 7th at 530 at the Gull Lake Center for Fine Arts. We'll be celebrating all of our recipients and then have a little reception afterwards. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much. Creative expression comes in all shapes, styles, and forms. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo invites you to get involved in your local arts scene. Are you an artist, playwright, actor, musician, or photographer? Do you make your living providing creative connections for others? Or do you engage in artistic expression as a way to fulfill a need to express yourself and share your story? The Arts Council wants to hear from you. For as little as $20 a year, you can become a part of the larger community of your artistic peers exploring resources, collaborations, funding opportunities, and more. As a service organization, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. Please visit our website anytime at kalamazooarts.org. That's kalamazooarts.org. Or stop into our offices inside the Epic Center in downtown Kalamazoo. We can't wait to meet you. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And we're back. Good morning. This morning, we're also going to be speaking with Sid Bastos. Sid, are you with us? Yes, good morning, Kristen. Good morning. Sid is this year's recipient of the Theodore C. Cooper Distinguished Volunteer Award. Congratulations to you. Thank you. What's your favorite morning beverage? It's a boring but very stout cup of black coffee. 
hey, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, especially in a morning like this where you need a little jolt to get things moving. (laughs) Yes. Uh, You've been quite a force in um, the Vicksburg area in the arts. How long have you been part of the Vicksburg Cultural Center? About seven years. We started in 2015, and I joined them uh, very shortly after that, first as a contract employee, and then as money became more and more difficult, a volunteer. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, you must feel very strongly about the Cultural Center and what it does in Vicksburg to um, take that leap from staff member to volunteer. We appreciate that. Uh, You were integral in creating several programs down there, Arts in the Berg, Arts Exploration, uh, the Coffee House Concerts, and um, the Destination Series. Can you talk a little bit about what your favorite program is and uh, how it became to be? That's a tough one because a lot of the programs we do are uh, really special to me and very uh, extraordinary, but it would be a toss-up between the Destination Series and the Tournament of Writers. Um, I'll focus maybe a little bit on the tournament. That one was um, actually created uh, by somebody else in Schoolcraft, Deb Christensen, and she came to us and asked if we'd be interested in taking that over. So this will be the eighth, I think, eighth year that that's been in existence. And it's a, a wonderful program that allows you to participate in a writing competition, but it's a fairly lightweight um, ages um, from five-year-old to 100-plus-year-old uh, writers can participate. And we have different age categories and three genres that you can participate in. There's a big celebration uh, at the end as we create a compendium uh, and publish that compendium and have a big book. Uh, signing celebration with all of the authors. Um, sometimes we have a guest speaker, but it's a lot of fun bringing all of those um, art, artist authors, uh, some of them very, very new in that uh, world of writing uh, together. So that one's really cool. Yeah, that does sound cool. And I know that uh, Arts Council has supported that in the past. And That's correct. Uh, uh, you guys used to, pu- uh, so you published um, all of that writing at the end of, of the the series, correct? Correct. Yeah. And then Destination Series, you just had one um, at the Cultural Center back in, um, what was it, last month, October or end of September? Yeah. October. Uh, September, September and October, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, celebrating um, Japanese art and culture, yes? Correct. All right. Well, you guys are doing a lot down there in Vicksburg, and I know that um, you are definitely a force for the Vicksburg Cultural Center. I know that much of your work um, in Vicksburg has actually surrounded people with disabilities and the LBGTQ plus youth um, trying to remove barriers to art for these groups. How has providing access to art in your community helped shape what the Cultural Center does now? Well, it's um, sometimes a challenge trying to include a lot of people and provide that access to the arts. And so for us, part of that barrier is financial. Mm. Uh, So a lot of our programs are actually uh, free or very low cost. uh, And that happens because of um, donors and, and funders such as the Kalamazoo Arts Council through some of their grant programs. And so that's really, really critical. But on top of that, uh, the kind of work that we do, uh, in particular as we recruit additional volunteers, provides a wonderful space for um, youth to be able to participate in whatever capacity they can in whatever constraints they may have or uh, mm-hmm. challenges that they have. 
as they learn. And then uh, we do, I think, still have a lot of room to grow in that area, in particular for children that have learning disabilities and how we help bring them into some of the programs that we can offer, whether they're outreach programs or, or some of the more formalized programs such as Arts in the Berg. Um, the other thing is on the senior side, uh, we have a tremendous opportunity to be able to try to bring art to seniors that are having difficulty uh, getting out of their homes. Uh, we know that that can be very therapeutic uh, and very comforting for them. And so we're still thinking about how can we actually have a bigger impact on the seniors in our community. Oh, gotcha. Was that part of the Arts to Go kits or... The Arts to Go kits were something we did during the um, COVID days where oh, okay. we, we couldn't do our summer camps, oh, okay. and so we created art kits that were uh, either very low cost or we partnered with um, one of our um, nonprofit uh, support services, Generous Hands, and provided um, gift certificates for uh, children to be able to use. We probably did about 400 kits. Uh, about 120 of them were actually... Uh, with these vouchers. So uh, that was something, again, the access for um, our community in general, and then in particular for families that maybe were really challenged with um, financial constraints during that summer. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so these activities, uh, the self-expression, this is really important um, for any community. And currently you are working in the Vicksburg community to bring this. What inspires you to help provide these opportunities? It's uh, usually it's um, what happens after those events. Uh, we're getting a little bit better about doing some of the surveys, but just you know immediately after the event or or actually during the event, uh, the kind of uh, reactions we have with people. Uh, again, whether it's a um, an outreach program, we do a lot of um, arts activities during some of our community events, uh, like Harvest Festival. We had a weaving wall uh, last summer and um, a really fun pinwheel uh, garden that we created uh, this past fall. And so it, it's the way that people react to um, getting that, that uh, inside of them out. So we can see that. We can see that play out over and over again. Uh, we've had kids that have been inspired that maybe have been having some difficulty. And through our summer art camp, we had one in particular who was so inspired by uh, Ben Jammin, one of the musicians that was teaching during that camp, uh, that he asked if he could get lessons, and uh, that really helped him quite a bit. So uh, we know that it can make a difference in how people feel about themselves, uh, how they see their community, mm -hmm. uh, and how they feel like they they belong to their community. Right, right. And, what, and I, I don't think I've ever asked you this, but what is your background? I actually have a degree in industrial engineering, and I spent most of my professional career uh, either in quality systems or in materials management. So a very, very different um, pivot for me mm -hmm. uh, personally, and it's just been a wonderfully joyous for me because I get to hang out with artists and with kids and with people that get excited about um, their exposure to the arts or their ability to express themselves in a much different way. Right, right. And so do you take part in the programs at Vicksburg as well? Always. I um, am often uh, befuddled with the way my hands don't work. Um, <laughs> and so sometimes I'm the, the barker that says, 
come over to our table and learn how to make these uh, amazing cranes with Eric Burton mm-hmm. um, because I, I myself can't actually help them do that because these fingers don't <laughs> want to hold that the right way. But but I uh, love to participate. I love to um, participate in our programs. Um, I love to witness uh, the kind of work that our new executive director, Alicia Siebers, is doing with us and, and for us uh, and see how that all plays out. So... The great fun. Yes. Well, you've uh, hung in there and kept the Vicksburg Cultural Center alive through thick and thin. It seems like uh, it is growing leaps and bounds. So congratulations on that. What advice would you give to others uh, about getting involved as a volunteer in their community? I think the big thing is to um, not worry so much about um, where you give your time but that you just give your time. Martin Luther King said it really well. He said, uh, anybody can serve. You only need a heart full of grace, a soul generated by love. And if you just kind of come to it with that, and if your first volunteer experience isn't what you were looking for, it's okay. Keep keep working on that because the final out of that is feel that great feeling of contributing to a healthy, wholesome um, community and that you can be a part of that and, and not worry about some of the little details about what can I really offer. Well, that is uh, excellent advice. Thank you for that. Again, congratulations for the Theodore C. Cooper Distinguished Volunteer Award. If you want to help us celebrate Sid Bastos and her award, you can do that by coming to the Community Arts Awards on December 7th at 5.30 p.m. at the Gull Lake Center for Fine Arts. We ask that you RSVP at KalamazooArts.org. Under the the Programs tab, you'll see Community Arts Awards. All the information is there. You can read more about Sid and the other recipients. Sid, congratulations. Thanks for talking with me this morning. Thanks, Kristen. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo provides support and resources to artists and art organizations throughout Kalamazoo County. We rely heavily on grants and donations to ensure a healthy, creative community. A donation to the Art Council provides 650 opportunities each year to artists through our programming, as well as almost $200,000 in direct support through our grant programs and sponsorships. Visit the donate page today at KalamazooArts.org. That's KalamazooArts.org. Help us amplify the arts in our community. Now you know. Please join us next week for another installment of The Creative Cafe.